393 closing in closing in you started, on the big f- you started the, the same way last week with the number did I yeah you did yeah, but I think I think last week I didn't even say because this week I didn't even say video game or podcast did I uh, last week you got to it eventually yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get there Drumming up the suspense, mate. Drumming up the suspense. Yeah, they're like, what am I listening uh, to? Don't know. What am I listening to again? Don't yeah. know. Yeah, I, I, I've, that's always annoyed me. I know I've railed against that live on air before. It's always, you know, it's like it's like it's radio, you know? It's like people just tune in. It's like, well, they know what they've downloaded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the way that people people still introduce it. I suppose they could have clicked on something that was, that was next to the Video Gamer podcast or, on their own list or something. Or they might have put us on shuffle. And then you come in with your three nine three, and they're like, "What?" Well, the the, the devoted <laughs> will know, of course, because they'll go, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're closing in on the big four zero zero over on the VG pod." So you know, people not that everyone, pay attention, they'll know. Not everyone might be devoted, which is a yeah. shame. That's but, true. That yeah, you know, we've got to sort of live with it. But shame yeah. on them, to be honest. Well, yeah, um, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, how you doing? You had a good week. Yeah, I've had a good week. Uh, I haven't slept well for the entirety of this week because of Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. 2077. Yeah. yeah, what happened to the other 2076 games? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've been yeah, playing a lot that. Yeah, that never gets old, that. Uh, it's good, yeah. isn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, I imagine we'll talk about that later. I've also been watching um, that Dave Letterman Netflix thing. Oh, that looked really good. Oh, do you know yeah. I haven't seen? I've seen a couple of clips on um, on uh, YouTube, like of it. There was one where mm. you were talking to Dave Chappelle, and I thought this looks really good. This, yeah, yeah. So uh, we've only watched season one, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. It's good stuff. I like a a good long form interview. Yeah, no, so do I. But uh, you mm. know what? It's a lost. Um, you know, gone are the days of like your Dick Cavett's or your or your Parky. Part, well, you know, but, but yeah. we've lost a real because on the late night circuit, it's it's all very. Oh, you know, you're promoting this book, you're promoting this movie, whatever. We'll do some light chat. You know, the, I'm thinking of the sort of the Jimmy Kimmels of the world, the Jimmy Fallons, all that sort of yeah. thing. But, but w- there is a sort of hole, you know, where, where once upon a time we had the kind of the, the longer form mm-hmm. interview. And, and, we, and we don't have, do we have that in Britain at the minute? Like, Parky um, was a hole that was kind of never really replaced. No, you've got Graham Norton and Jonathan Ross and both are equally frothy. I mean, yeah. Jonathan Ross, a lot of the time, his guests are just advertising ITV shows. I mean, it's <laughs> shamelessly, nakedly promotional yeah. a lot of the time. <clears throat> yeah, that is that is a shame. I, I never watch I it. Haven't, I haven't seen Jonathan Ross's show in a very long time. I don't think I've it's ever seen his show on, on ITV. It's because it's bad. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good, is it? Yeah, Fair yeah. Play, but um, uh, no, he's um, David Letterman, he's, he's keeping the, you know... The spark alive, the, the, the spark long form alive. interview, and the long beard. Yeah, which I like. Fan of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good look. Yeah. Good, good look for him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe definitely. we should do that. Should we get some celebrities in? Do you think they'd want to talk to us? I think we could probably get some. So, who would you go for? for if we could get one sort of big celeb for uh, v- VG Pod number four hundred, who? Would well, obviously, you, Elise has got plenty of contacts, hasn't she? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we could sort some out. We could yeah, sort yeah. some out. Yeah. I'd go for sort of like a. I'd like to get Anthony Hopkins's take on oh, yeah. the uh, on the launch of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Just know, slide and, into uh, his DMs. <laughs> Do you think he's on? Is he on Twitter? He is. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. He is. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit. 
Who'd yeah. have thought Hannibal anyway. Lecter would be on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't doesn't suit him. It's the un- world we live in. It's the world it's we live weird. in, Josh. It, it is weird. I was dragged kicking and screaming onto Twitter. Obviously. Same. I didn't want to join uh, Twitter. I resisted yeah. for a long time. It's not very nice. Every time I go on there, it just sort of stresses me out. Well, it's yeah, it's not um, a fun place to be, generally. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, you'll scroll through not. and you'll see like a, a cat video or something, and then you'll see some hideous right-wing polemic that someone's retweeted. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah. God, I didn't need this. Or a hideous video of some Nazis beating up some people on the street. Yeah, yeah. And it's Usually like, in can America. I just Can I just get the cats, though? Yeah, instead? exactly. Yeah, I don't want to see I this. It's awful. Filter it out. Yeah. 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 Anyway, anyway, let's um, we'll, put, we'll pop a jingle there. And we'll, um, <laughs> on that cheery we'll note, <laughs> on that lovely note, we'll put yeah. a pin in that. Right. Um, have a lovely jingle. I like a fat cat. Oh, I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. I like a fat cat. Oh, I like a fat cat. Is it fat? Is it cat? Chonky cat. The bigger the better. Cyberpunk. 2077 <laughs> I talked about I was doing a bit of a Keanu Cyberpunk I? yeah go on Cyber imagine if he yeah. came on stage but just, but did it with that energy yeah that'd be just good. sort of like Cyberpunk <laughs> everyone wouldn't get it <laughs> um yeah I, I talked about it last week I talked about it a bit more I finished it um, yeah finished it as a corpo rat excellent uh, which 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 is good. I regret nothing. I regret nothing. <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm playing. Um, my next playthrough is uh, a Nomad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What What are your thoughts? You've You've started it. You're uh, a, a big old chunk of the way through the <clears throat> the main quest. Are you doing lots of the side stuff? I trust you're not sort of rushing through. Yeah, I'm doing it based on its danger level. So um, if I've got a few moderately dangerous ah. missions, I'll do those. And maybe leave the yeah. high or very high danger ones till later. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, been, I've, I've been doing the odd side bit here and there, but I've been mostly pushing on with the main story just because it feels more urgent. Without spoiling anything, there's some, there's know, some urgency totally to the story that's at odds with uh, dilly-dallying, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it's true. And I, for me, uh, it's there's a there's a lovely sort of moment, um, which in my second playthrough is going to mm-hmm. be kind of crucial, where it's a little bit like, do you remember in uh, Red Dead Redemption Two? Yeah, I think it, I think it was Chapter Two of that game. Um, it when it was when uh, Arthur and his and his fellow campers had sort of set up their their camp um, outside Valentine. And yeah. it's quite early on. It's only like chapter two. But in terms of the main story of that game, that was kind of like looking back on it, that was one of the last times that you could sort of comfortably go out into the open world, do whatever you wanted and kind of have that make sense within the story. Yeah. Because it, it's quite funny in Cyberpunk, like really early on, um, mm. you you have like a thing where you meet up with uh, Dexter Deshawn. And I, I won't go in, into sort of like the specifics of what happens but like once you sort of start pulling at that thread yeah you're right like the story just is quite urgent and you you sort of feel like well i 
don't I can't really just do side stuff now like this is really urgent right <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like they kind of craft it so that it is very easy to just follow through do you know what game I always thought <clears throat> did that amazingly well and maybe did it better I th- in my head than kind of any other open world game I've played was uh, Arkham Knight oh yeah it was absolutely fantastic because the whole thing was like you're Batman. It all takes place over one night, mm-hmm. and like you had that wheel uh, that you could pull up, like that little radial menu of your of your threats. Yeah, and and they all just sort of blurred into like there was a main storyline, but there was also just like a really important thing where it was like, well, Two Face is just robbing banks though, and mm. like that's also really important. Yeah. So just go go and do that. It, it always made you feel like, oh, these are all really urgent. Like Batman's trying to hold the city together with his with his bare hands, kind of thing. Uh, and in Cyberpunk, there is that funny. On the one hand, there's a division between how urgent the main quest is, and then on the other hand, they kind of really want they really want you to blur sort of main and side together. One of my one of the first things I said, and I think I said it last week, was like. It seems way more important that you get kind of dug into the mood of the game than it does mm. just following the plot. That's the that's the one takeaway <clears throat> that going into my second playthrough is the most important thing. Like, it's a real shame. Maybe on your first playthrough, it's good to just go for the story. Um, but in a funny old way, it's a real shame because you miss so much amazing side stuff if you do mm. that. Um, do, do you think on the whole that this is kind of what they've done with Cyberpunk? is kind of a cool way to do it. If you look at The Witcher 3, which was like a hundred and God knows how many hours long, all things yeah. told, it's kind of interesting where they go, this one's like 25 hours tops if you follow the main thing. However, what we're banking on is that you want to play it again and that the total hours will go into yeah. the hundreds if you play. Because I'm really like excited to be like, well... I, I want to see how it's different for Nomad and Street mm. Kid. Like, there's potentially three playthroughs. Well, that's um, it. That's how they've tailored it, isn't it? So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm told that Street Kid is the least interesting life path, which uh, is great because it's <laughs> the one I've chosen. Um, I'm actually enjoying it because, you know, you have this um, knowledge of the streets and of Night City's darker areas, which is where you spend most yeah. of your time. Yeah. And you have these cool responses. So, if that's the worst one, then. Yeah, it sounded really cool to me. To be honest, it is my, cool. My, yeah. my corporate one was really, really cool. Uh, only mm. just because the, the the most intriguing thing about the three ways to do it, <clears throat> I guess, is just the, how the beginning of the game works. Yeah, and I guess the the thing with Street Kid is that you're you're very much like in the city on the streets already. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're a corpo, yeah, you be, you begin in like a big skyscraper and you you have a ride in like a, a flying car and you're sipping champagne and you see the city go by and it's very atmospheric and then when you're a nomad you begin out in the badlands and you're kind of on your way to night city and yeah. there's like a kind of deal that you make with some people on the border and it kind of goes south and all that you know so it's like that's that's really really cool and also just trying to play the game uh for the purposes of review there's just so much stuff that you can only really get quite a brief handle on like are you paying much attention to all of your um are you like tailoring your character for a particular play style? To be honest, no. Um, what I'm yeah. what I'm doing is, and whenever I get a perk point, I go yeah. into the thing and I'm just like, I like look at one. I love that one. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly <laughs> mostly centered around being strong, having a lot of health, yes, and being good with guns. 
So reload yeah. speeds, extra damage, you yeah, know, sure. recharging health, that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. become really handy because there's some battles in missions that, you know, I thought would be a cakewalk and mm-hmm. they just, you know, crop up and I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm glad I've got regenerating <laughs> health here because I'd be screwed <laughs> yeah. otherwise. Yeah, for sure. I also got that particular perk point to read the health regen yeah. one. It was it was very cool. Yeah, I I agree, man. Like, and I I'm really looking forward on the on the second playthrough to go in like fully stealthy, and I really want to be like a net runner because some right. of the hacking stuff, which I just did not really. I did the basic hacking stuff, but if you really want to get into that stuff, you need like you need a, a shit ton of money mm-hmm. and you need to buy yourself like a much better cyber deck to install. It's like one yeah. of your implants and then you can get a hell of a lot more out of the hacking. There's just so much there. The choice of play is is kind of overwhelming. Um, well, then what did, what did, go on. Oh, no, no, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, but that was initially one of the problems I had is that there's so much in that menu, that pause menu. It's like, well, cyber yeah. deck and... Skill tree and all the weapons and crafting and ah uh, yeah I know and then the city itself feels like sensory overload at times it's so amazing, it f- isn't it? feels like it throws an awful lot at you and it doesn't does. doesn't fully explain all of it no, like I'm it still doesn't. still a little bit hazy on the crafting to be honest although it's crafting yeah I one, found the hacking yeah. mini game was um was oh with the it, it was explained but. It took a little while for it to get nailed in my head. Like, the oh, little alphanumeric it, thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, I got it, I, I think, I, and I muddled my way through, but it wasn't until, like, quite a few hours later when I thought, oh, that yeah, there's actually, like, a yeah. little bit of nuance, nuance to this hacking It reminds me could, of um, breaking into terminals in Fallout. Fallout, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a funny one. It actually reminded me a little bit <clears throat> of... Um, of the Witcher Three, um, in the sense that my my memory Witcher Three obviously a very very good video game. Mm-hmm. My memory of Witcher Three is always the the hours um, spent early on um, trying really to just get a handle, trying to get my footing in that world. There's an awful lot of, especially if you're not familiar with the Witcher uh, lore and the backstory. Yeah. If you come to that game fresh, you know, there's like a, a a crap ton of conversations and names are kind of thrown around and you're told about places and things like that. And it's all very, whoa, you know, what's going on? I need, I need like a while to sort of soak this in. And I found Cyberpunk quite similar. It mm-hmm. was like there was all sorts of, of things and words that people were saying. And I was like, okay, I'm supposed to know about, you know, like things you find all those little, little tablets where there's like stuff to read about the world and the history of the world. And yeah, but I found one of the nicest things about it, um, was how, uh, first of all, like credit to, 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 um, CD project red, cause the driving's just really nice. Um, yeah. See Dan's review. Um, Dan's obviously the editor of the site I work for. Yeah. He um he said that the vehicle handling was some of the worst he's ever seen in an open world. <laughs> and I, I I don't agree with that at all. No, I don't. I think uh, uh, considering that the closest that this particular studio has ever come to <clears throat> a car is Roach in The Witcher, mm-hmm. yeah. I would argue that the handbrake is lovely. Yeah. Um, like going around a, real... a corner, drifting around a corner with a motorbike. 
It's quite oh, fun. Yeah, really nice. It's it's um it reminds me a little bit of GTA. So it's not quite as as assured as GTA is, but mm. it's got that lovely um you know let's give them a nice cheesy handbrake. Let's give them a nice little swerve around the corner. It's not it's yeah. not realistic, but it feels quite nice. Yeah, um, and I mean, who's I to say what's like realistic fifty seven years in the future? You know. Well, indeed, indeed. This mm. is this this is it. And I found anyway. Go back to my point. I found it was really nice early on to get in a car, pop the radio on. And just sort of drive around because whilst there is an awful lot of stuff to take in, it's really lovely to take it in just by staring at everything as you drive around. Like it's an yeah. amazing. Um, it's one of the one of the. I think I'm pretty pretty comfortable in saying it's one of gaming's great sort of cities. It's a real yeah. It's, well, it's, it's um, like it, it has its place, you know, in the in the gaming landscape. If you, if it, I don't know, the bet is as good as any. Sort of ten, fifteen years from now, people say, you know, what are the most enduring settings? People talk about Rapture. People talk about Columbia or whatever. I I, I think Night City is a, a fairly good, pretty much a shoe in for. Yeah. You know, well, it's kind of hackneyed to say, it's like a living, breathing city, or it's a character <laughs> in itself. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely, it is. Yeah. It is a really um, interesting place because you can just yeah. walk around, and a bunch of random stuff will just happen that doesn't require you you to be there or your input. I mean, it requires you be there to witness it. Like yes. um, I saw like a dispute down an alleyway between oh, two yeah. guys. And they were just shouting at each other. I wasn't really paying attention. Walked off and just heard a gunshot. And I went back oh and I was God. like, oh shit, one of them's had their head blown off. Oh my God. And then there was another bit where I was in Pacifica. And there was just a helicopter, like a helicopter gunship blasting the shit out of a skyscraper in the distance. Oh and I was like, God. I wonder what's going on over there. Yeah. And it's, it's, got, it's full of those kind of things where there's just random stuff happening. Yeah, at every yeah, kind yeah. of every now and again, and you're like, it does. That's it cool. gives you this lovely this feel of like it's all happening here. It's all happening yeah. somewhere here. Well, there'll just yeah, be a I murder remember. scene on the streets, and the police have cordoned it off, and they're you know yeah. doing their thing. I saw that when I was on I was on the motorbike on my motorbike out in the Badlands, mm. and like I just saw the cops had just pulled this guy over, and he yeah. was just like on on the floor, and you know, and I was just like, this is just cool little moments like that, oh. this little little ambient moments. I had a know? bit where that um someone had gone into. Some someone's back in the car like crashed into them and they were just like arguing over insurance details with the police there and stuff <laughs> i was like that's, that's, that's great really cool. yeah that is yeah no i do like that and i also really like um the fact that because uh, when i'm in vehicles i like to have it in third person yeah so <clears throat> it's just really lovely um but i really like the first person viewpoint um mm-hmm. in an open world yeah and there aren't actually that many of them around. I mean, Bioshock isn't really truly an open world, and no. neither is Prey. I mean, they're immersive sims. But this really is, and again, I think I'm sort of quoting, plagiarising myself from last week, but it is a bit like, you know, Deus Ex in Grand Theft Auto had a baby. Like, it really yeah. is like, it's this level of, when you walked around like Prague in mm-hmm. Deus Ex Mankind Divided or, or Detroit in, in Human Revolution, like it was, you got that sense of like, wow, like this is awesome. And also, there's a there's like a wider element to this that I can't quite see. And the most impressive thing about Cyberpunk, and I think it's tied into the fact that it's in first person, is that <clears throat> you it really you get that sense of like, I'm in those sorts of places. Mm-hmm. However, this time I really can go anywhere. Yeah. It's, it makes it, it's a startling achievement because it just makes it feel like, 
there's something about that first person viewpoint that just it, it increases that sense of discovery and kind of awe for me yeah like and also looking. it's made in such a way that you feel like you are V because you're in that body like the way it's animated yeah. and everything you see your hands a lot you do, yeah. And um, like, you, I often would look down as I was going downstairs just to look at his feet, just going exactly. down the stairs. Yeah, just little things like that. Um, yeah, we should say as well. Like, I so there's obviously a lot of um, controversy around the game. It's had a a troubled launch, uh, particularly on um, platforms like the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One. And I know producer Dan did a um, a, compar- a comparison video, which mm-hmm. yeah put all the different uh, you know versions side by side now i played on a ps5 you i imagine series x a series x yeah series x apparently has come out as the uh, best performing version apparently oh really yeah which is um interesting because i because it's got the performance mode on um on series x which it doesn't have on playstation well, which is kind of cool i just stuck to default which is performance mode and it it's um it runs really well. I mean, you still get the odd bug here and there, but I've I've had nothing game breaking. Just sort of silly yeah. little things like Johnny Silverhand re- like replicating cigarettes that float in midair. <laughs> yeah, I've had little I've had little things like that. I had yeah. at one point there was a, a lady who had a telephone and her phone was sort of floating into her head. Oh yeah, you said that last <laughs> week. Yeah, <laughs> which is quite, which made me laugh. Um, yeah. And, and people had... people like with uh, up to their knees in the floor. Um, oh, I've not had that. I've, I did. Ha- I tell you what, I had um, as I was going into a um, a building. There was like a, a the f- the texture of the door frame was sort of like flickering in and out. And I thought, oh my god, like you know that <laughs> it was yeah. just kind of like going absolutely crazy. Um, so I was. I think I was. Uh, the thing with the bugs and stuff, I guess, is that you have to you be lucky. Like one, you, you know, some people are unlucky with bugs, and some people are lucky. I think it's it's. Um, it's way way worse on uh, PS4 and uh, Xbox One. Yeah, like they're almost um, unplayable. Xbox One basically. S in particular, th- those lower end Xbox Ones, the frame yeah. rate can drop to like 10, 15. Yeah, it was like 15 frames a second, and yeah. CD Projekt have issued uh, an apology and they've said that they're working to get the update. They're focusing on the performance on mm-hmm. the last gen consoles on the PS4 uh, and the Xbox One, um, which is just it's a horrible thing obviously because people feel deceit because also the um the gameplay footage that was shown um of the game was it running either on high end pcs or on next gen platforms yeah, yeah. um which is uh, it, it's a real it's a shame and it hurt, and it hurts the game especially around law and it, it's going to hurt the trust that people have i think in cd project and hopefully yeah. that can be repaired over time hopefully if these patches come out in fairly speedy fashion mm. um and we look forward of course to next gen I I had read because I I read one of the digital foundry things that if you're running the game because I played the game at sixty frames per second, mm-hmm. which is uh, because the PlayStation Five version it doesn't have a performance mode. It, right. It, yeah. ru- it runs. It only runs at sixty. Mm-hmm. And they had said effectively that the PS Five version of the game runs better than the Series X version if you're running them at sixty. However. The advantage of the Series X version is that you can opt for performance, but that you can opt for thirty, yeah. but have things like greater detail in the frame and and an advanced VFX. So it's slightly different. And I don't know if that, well, presumably by the time they actually come out with the proper next gen versions for PS5 and for Xbox Series X, presumably we'll get an even better version of the game. Still, yeah, I would I would imagine. Um, yeah, 
<clears throat> obviously things like dual sense support sure mm-hmm. but i just mean sort of stability and things like that i yeah. do think the game the, uh, and i've i know i've said this before i'm not just a blanket believer in 60 frames per second i think there are some experiences where it's it's just more cinematic mm-hmm. um to play at 30 I do think with Cyberpunk uh, in this particular instance, I, I do prefer it at sixty. I think, yeah, especially same. for 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 driving and mm. for first person, it really does lift the game up. Yeah, um, and in this particular instance, I'd I'd, I'd take it above. Uh, I because th- I think if if you run it at thirty on the Series X, you can have like greater NPC numbers and you know different like puddles and reflections you could you can have better stuff but i think mm. i would opt for 60 overall do you know what um, there are plenty of npcs already <laughs> well this is this is it yeah. this is it um but yeah so i think it is luck and i should say as well like <clears throat> i don't want to defend what's been a really shoddy launch i think i've had three crashes to the dashboard um which is never never ideal i mean that happened like i've had i've had that I think early on in the life of a console, you tend to have mm. that anyway. I know I, I've had it with Black Ops. I had it with Demon Souls. Right. But I had it most of all with Cyberpunk. I had three crashes to the dashboard. Now, luckily, and I think also because the autosave function is very good, Yeah. Um, none of those actually cost me any progress. In fact, I think one, I was just driving out in the open world and it loaded it back up on the road that I was on when it yeah. crashed. So yeah. it, was, it was very, very good. Not again, it, it's still not, acceptable it's like (laughs) obviously you know but you look forward to the patches and you and you really hope that that does a lot of good work and i'm sure it will but Mm -hmm. um and i think i I think i'm lucky and i and i do feel bad because i I, you know i think oh well i have played it on a ps5 and most people still have ps4 yeah and 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 so you can't really just go oh well you know you just play it on a ps5 like that's not really an acceptable viewpoint to have at all the thing is, it still comes in an Xbox One box. It still comes in a PS4 box. You know, it is an Xbox yeah. One and PS4 game, and True. that it doesn't work on the platforms it was intended for. Yeah, is not a good look. Yeah, spot on. Yeah. And I was saying to uh, to a friend of mine the other day, we're in a really interesting situation where I remember Metal Gear Solid Five, um, basically. It beat the shit out of an out of my old Xbox 360 that mm-hmm. I had here. Like it, it, that game was hilarious. It was definitely. It may have started a development as a PS3 360 game, but by the end, Metal Gear mm. Solid Five, like that, got any Xbox 360 out of breath in like five minutes. Like <laughs> yeah. it was, it was definitely meant for the, the. We're in a weird situation with Cyberpunk where it's not meant as a PS5 game because that version that they're worrying about that later. Yeah. But what we're in is it's a PS4 game, but that it's targeted to be played on a PS5 and yeah. to be played on a high-end PC. So you're in a weird middle middle ground where it's like, well, because to you know to, to to their credit, we never really had that with PS4 Pro or Siri or Xbox One X, did we? Mm-hmm. Like, no. I don't I don't think there was ever a game where it was like oh yeah, you kind of have to have this on a Pro or a One mm. X. Like, they were really good at, at making it like, well, it's better on that, but, yeah. the, you know, the base version is absolutely solid. Like, it should work. And it's it's a great shame um, that this is the case with Cyberpunk. I look forward to a time when the, the, the kind of trouble and the, the sort of the, the, the shoddy launch that it's had 
Mm. When that stuff is fixed and up to scratch, when a kind of more a conversation about the game itself yeah. kind of takes takes precedent, because it is a fascinating piece of work. Um, yeah, for sure, it is one of the one of the sort of one of the most alluring open worlds I've been in. Um, yes, yeah, shame I, and, that all this controversy has kind of overshadowed it a bit. Yeah, yeah, and you obviously hope for like because it's not just the the long development; it's the crunch, it's mm-hmm. it's the overwork, it's that it's all that stuff where you sort of think like this sort of it can't be sustainable. And on the one hand, you don't want to support it. You do, like there's a part of you where you think, well, what if we just don't buy the game? But then you think, well, that's just hurting developers that have given given over mm. their blood, sweat, and tears for the game. And I don't know. I'm sure well, I'd say if you if you have it. a if you have a Series X or a PlayStation Five, then you you can buy this without hesitation. Really, you know, you're mm-hmm. getting a decent decent game. But if you're buying it for an Xbox One or PS4, you know, I, lay, I couldn't. Re- I, yeah, I couldn't recommend it. I'd just mm. say no. Just don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I guess I'd I'd have to go. I haven't. I haven't played it on the PS4, but I'd have to agree. Just like based on what I've seen, it, yeah. is, it is rough. But you know, I can tell you this: there's 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 no other game that I'm as excited to go back to right now as that game. Mm. Yeah, as well. Like I know that it's it, it's it sucks that there are these two conversations that are kind of chafing against each other, and it's going to tear people down the middle. But it is also, you know. W- w- a, 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 a re- it's a game that's kind of <laughs> as much as its influences are there it is completely unique it's unlike anything else I've played really yeah um, no I, I, I'm really enjoying it yeah super excited to get back mm-hmm. um, but yeah we'll uh, we'll kind of keep that on the on the, on the back but I'm sure that the, the conversation will develop in the days and weeks ahead mm. but yeah so what you I mean if you're thinking now like thinking about your kind of i don't know your games of the year list would you yeah. would you have this in there somewhere see that's difficult cuz um based on everything i don't know i mean i i haven't finished it yet so i can't say whether mm. the story delivers or anything like that but um i mean it's certainly immersive and it's very impressive mm. and i'm having fun with it so um yeah i mean maybe it would be in the mix there somewhere mm. yeah wait and see i suppose Wait and yeah, see. Um, yeah, it's absolutely. been a really, it's been a really good year as well. Yeah, like yeah. there are, there are, there are other things. If I was only allowed like five games, mm. thinking to myself, you know, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to start thinking about a, a, a sort of game of the year Christmassy pod in the game. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Fairly shortly. Yeah, very different anyway. to what's uh, what we've had in previous years. I think mm. just yeah. be- because of you know not having the studio to work from and yeah, mitigating yeah, we'll factors. A- We'll have some sort of relaxed, you know, chat. Mm, with some mulled <laughs> wine. Yeah, a sort of Letterman-style, you know, long-form sure. ramble chat. You know. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Sounds good. Right, let me um, let me load up the news cannon then and, and start firing it at your head. The classic Ooh. Cornish pasty. Cornish. Ooh. A proper from Cornwall. Proper full, 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 full of goodness. Come over there. And news boosh. Mm. Um, I'm excited, uh, and I think you can probably you can probably guess uh, by the tone of your voice. 
what the, <laughs> by the tone of my voice, yeah. by my general, by my general demeanour, full mm-hmm. of pep. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm concerned, there's there's one massive piece of news which is just making me very very happy. Is it Although the Kojima it does... Productions desktop wallpaper? It it it's it's the wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't think I've seen a wallpaper this striking uh, in all my in all my years as a as a. As a as <laughs> It was uh, it was uh, worth announcing the announcement for. Yeah, I think. yeah, drum up some excitement for that. It, because yeah. well, there's a lot to take in. It's such a huge announcement. You think, mm. all right, well, let people know there's going to be an, an announcement so they can just yeah. mentally prepare themselves. But yeah, yeah, uh, they have released a wallpaper. Yeah. Um, of the Kojima Productions astronaut waving a flag. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you've considered that, there doesn't really need to be any other news this week. I don't no. think. Forget it. But that, is however, that the new section done? What? How, oh, right. Well, it, yeah, no, I have just got this one little caveat to add to that. <sighs> okay. Perfect Dark Reboot's happening. <gasps> uh, our dreams are coming true, Josh. It's I know. The Spy yeah, we Game had some... Renaissance. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with Spy Game starring Brad Pitt and Robert Redford. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Good movie. Actually, is it? It's like three hours long. I need to watch it again. Remember. But my memories of Spy Game are that it's good for like 40 minutes and then it just, it's, it, you just want it to end after that. Anyway, um, <laughs> Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. Is it perfect? Probably not. However, The Initiative is a studio that Microsoft set up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's And there was a trailer for this the other day, a teaser trailer at the Game Awards. Um, in which some uh, some de- some details came to light. Did you see this trailer? What were your thoughts on this trailer? Uh, I did see the trailer. Mm. It looks mm. interesting. It was CG yeah. though, so you couldn't it get was. much of an impression. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I thought, um, yeah. So CG, obviously. So yeah, take that with a pinch of salt. We don't actually know what you know what what play is going to be like. However. Yeah. There mm-hmm. are some intriguing details. Ooh, uh, there was a there was an accompanying video interview with various uh, members over at the initiative, mm-hmm. uh, including the game director Dan Neuberger and the lead writer Christine Thompson, uh, and they spoke about how the game's going to focus on the idea of eco sci-fi, uh, uh-huh. how an e- ecological disaster um, w- was was alleviated uh, by the work of gigantic corporations who, in turn, have a pretty shady agenda. Um, What was interesting is uh, the design director, Drew Murray, in that same video, said that the game will involve a lot of what the studio is calling spy fighting, which is kind of interesting. Uh, And he said it's going to use this this thing of spy fighting. Spy versus spy. Spy versus spy, yeah, uh, over the over the combat that's traditionally seen in an FPS, and will include things like sliding under things, jumping over things, and quote playing with the physicality of movement. That doesn't sound like spy fighting to me. Not, I yeah. Sounds like parkour, say, mate. It sounds a bit like parkour, a little bit Mirror's Edge, a little bit you know, gunny gunny. But mm. and also the other thing is, and I don't want this because I know because there's a couple of listeners were like. You know, you guys keep saying stuff, and when you guys are saying stuff, that's when stuff happens. Because I think you were saying, what was it you were saying? We were well, we were both talking about wanting a new Bond game. The next week it happened. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been moaning about Perfect Dark for like months, and now it's happened. Yeah. And I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, right? But it it did look a bit dark. <laughs> Perfectly so. <laughs> Perfectly so. The thing is. 
Uh, the, the, what what made Perfect Dark so sort of charming, mm. and, I, I, and 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 also to an extent Perfect Dark Zero, which is a game that I do not hate. I think it's yeah. a perfectly good. You know, talk about spy fighting. That game had it in spades. I remember it used to. You went into third person when you did a little combat role, and when you went into cover, it was third person. It was a weird, weird mm. shooter with a lot of cool touches. Um, but there was a lot of humour. There was a lot of lightness to Perfect Dark. She was a kind. Of, I remember Joanna was a kind of like sort of Lara Croft esque kind of figure where she was quite witty and dry. Mm. Um, whereas this new trailer, it was it was unrelentingly sort of uh, well grim, dark. I suppose yeah. it was all you know, oh the the earth is is you know being fucked by these natural disasters and stuff and then he, and then and then he was like oh agent are you ready to get to work and she's like yeah she, there was kind of no not much of the sense of fun there you know it, do you know what it reminded me of the um 2012 uh, tomb raider reboot which was a great game by the way i'm not having a go at the game um but just that that shift of the tone from like it felt like gritty reboot territory yeah know? Yeah. Which, and again, we, we've only got the CG trailer. We don't know. It could be funny. It could have stuff, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. But that was my immediate, after the kind of, oh my God, it's been confirmed. I can't wait. I can't wait for this. Then the kind of secondary thing of like, oh, it does look a bit gloomy though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it looks like Joanna's big- got a new haircut. <laughs> but she's got a new hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, so do I. Um, I'll tell you what else I want, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, a game with a nutty, nutty name, which mm-hmm. I can just about get behind. Uh, the Callisto Protocol. Oof, yes. Yeah. Uh, which is brilliant. It sounds like the sort of rubbish that, like, that you get in like a pulp sci-fi book from the fifties or sixties. It's almost yeah. like it could be like a like a Robert A. Heinlein or an Arthur C. Clarke mm-hmm. like sort of nutty short story. The Callisto Protocol. Yeah. It sounds mental, um, but I'm all there for that. Um, it, this so it basically uh, the risk of simplifying it. Sort of another Dead Space. Yeah. Well, it's the co-creator, isn't it? It's Glenn your Schofield. best buddy. My, yeah, your best buddy. Yeah, my good mate. <laughs> And your also, good, your um, good friend Glenn Schofield. Well, he's got a fellow <laughs> Dead Space alum with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Steve Papoutsis. I didn't realise he say, was at the studio. Can I say on the pod, without giving anything away, mm. Rich has got some unbelievable stories uh, that he can't tell anyone because mm. they're off the record when he was when he was uh, chatting to his good friend Glenn Schofield. I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? Sure. Well, there's. Call of Duty events that he used to go to for reviews, review events. Yeah, because he was and with Sledgehammer, right? Yeah, he was with Sledgehammer, yeah. and I went to two right. of the Sledgehammer ones because there was Advanced Warfare, and then there was yeah. World War Two. And both yeah. times I got to sit down and have dinner yeah. and chat with him, dinner like, with just Dad. off the record. Yeah. And he'd tell stories about, you know, motion capturing Sean Connery for From Russia With Love because they walked on that, worked on that game, and oh, how Kevin man. Spacey was a bit of a pain on Advanced Warfare. And <laughs> it's like, uh, these are cool little... Little stories, and can't, you know he's can't always do anything with them though. Yeah, no. Well, he's always talked about how he would like to go back to Dead Space as well, and I'm always mm. like, oh, that would be so cool. And and yeah, again, not going into detail, but he shared with you some ideas about Dead Space, and you said that they sounded amazingly cool. Well, just ideas for a sci-fi game, like mm. he he mentioned, like um. Well, don't uh, say it on air. Well, I can, can't I? I don't know, can you? Because it well, was it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Mm, all right. Then fine. I won't. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm only trying to protect you. I just brought it up so well, I could poke uh, the bear. All I, I say actually... is that he, he mentioned like a type of planet that he, he thought would be a cool addition and stuff like that. So okay. maybe it'll make it into the Callisto protocol. Well, this is what ideas. I was thinking, you see, because I thought, yeah. oh, well, you may well, you, you don't want to give it all away because maybe some of those cool ideas mm. that you, you and Glenny, yeah. um, Glenister, they'll mm. make their way into, uh, maybe into the Callisto protocol. So this, this is, um, the game is set in 2320 mm-hmm. in the maximum security Black Iron Prison. Um and you've got to escape because the place is taken over by a, a kind of a, a horror, an unspeakable horror mm. uh, that's been transforming the prisoner uh, population. By the way, do you remember The Suffering? Uh, I do, yeah. I don't think I've ever played it, but I do remember it. Yeah, good game that. But yeah. it, this sounds a lot like that because that because that was kind of it was before Dead Space and it took place in a sort of maximum security penitentiary. You're a death row inmate, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, really cool game actually, The Suffering. Uh, I know I'm going off on a tangent, but it, it sounds similar to this. Like the prisoners were kind of transformed into these gnarly demons and stuff, and you oh. kind of had to escape from this maximum security thing. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Schofield revealed that the studio has enlisted former Visceral Games general manager Steve Papoutsis, uh, who yeah. previously worked with Schofield on Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, striking distance. Uh, the developer of recently announced horror title, uh, The Callisto Protocol, seemingly confirmed that the scary space game does in fact take place. In the same universe as PUBG? Yeah, that seems like some extraneous connection there. I I think it's kind of. Yeah, like I think it's kind of nothing, but it's sort of a little bit. Maybe it just means you can like get a welding helmet. Yeah. Well, they said (laughs) that it was. There was. (laughs) Yeah, the shared universe where welding helmets exist. Yeah. This was an interview with IGN over the weekend uh, where Schofield said, quote, The funny thing is, uh, I came in with this story when I went and met with the PUBG people for the first time, and I started talking about the Callisto Protocol and building a studio. I presented this game to them, and so what we did was we made it fit within the PUBG storyline. So it's just. it doesn't sound like it's going to be a major part of the game. In fact, it kind of just sounds like an Easter egg. But yeah, the game takes place in this 300 years later than PUBG. Yeah, so how, how connected can it be? <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Mm. It's, as I say, it'll probably only just be a you know a tiny thing. But, but there you go. Mm. Uh, more Game Awards stuff. Oh, by the way, I should... Uh, I got the winners of the Game Awards, but also I kind of want to talk about Returnal. Should you just um, say that The Last of Us won... Almost okay, everything. I'll do. I'll do. I tell you what. I'll do the rewards for. So yeah, game of the year, Last of Us Two, best game direction slash best narrative, Last of Us Two, um, art direction, Ghost of Tsushima. How do you feel about that? Yeah, good. It's got lovely Me art too. direction. I can't. It does, doesn't it? I can't. Um, what's the word, Josh? Fault it. Yeah. <laughs> You've not had your coffee. You need another was, few volts of coffee. I, I was thinking of a different word, but that'll do. Yeah, it'll do. It'll do. Uh, I still like my idea of being able to send you a sort of digital cattle prod, just to kind of zap yeah, you into action. I do need you know? it. Yeah. yeah, just a little, little few volts. Um, best performance winner: Laura Bailey as Abby in yeah. Last of Us Two. Yeah. Um, best indie game was Hades, which a lot of people very, very much like. I've I not need played to play it yet. I want to. Yeah, I want uh, to. I do too. Best score and music, which was the. I tell you what, the only category. That I looked at and thought, oh, I wouldn't have done that. Because all the others, I thought, yeah, fair enough. You know, I may have voted for a slightly different thing, but I don't begrudge it that. But the best score in music went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. And it's good. 
I do, you know, it's got a good score. Um, I really wish that Ori and the Will of the Wisps would have won, though. Yeah. It was, that's the, but for me, uh, possibly, I think, the best score uh, this year, certainly. I guess okay. Gareth Coker, who composed it. I I just, I absolutely adore the music yeah. in that game. But that was the only one where I thought, ooh, I would have done this one. But I don't begrudge, I suppose I don't begrudge Final Fantasy VII. Like, I remember also the music in that being really cool and like yeah. li- little riffs on the original soundtrack. You got a kick out of that soundtrack, I did. didn't you? Yeah, no, I did. I really liked it. Playing the hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Returnal looks kind of cool. Um, and there was there was some there was some gameplay. Now Returnal is from House Marquee, mm-hmm. um, who I think are in, in a sort of low key way one of the best um, Sony aligned studios. They're a little quieter. You you don't always hear from the obviously you got the Santa Monica Studios and your Kojima Productions and all that sort of stuff. But mm. House Marquee, for my money, Next Machina was one of the best games of the of the of the PS4 of the PS4's lifespan. I thought it was absolutely amazing. And they're the ones that of course they did Resogun which yeah. launched with the PS4. It did. Um this is this is from them and this looks uh really weird and kind of cool. So it's about a kind of what would you say like an astronaut or a space explorer? I think she's something like a space scout or something. A space scout. Scout's yeah. honor. Um called Celine. Uh she's found herself stuck in a time loop. Mm-hmm. So every time she dies, she finds herself resurrected and has to begin the loop again. She returnals. She returnals. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing is, and I don't know why I didn't really think about this, and I guess it was the first time they've shown off gameplay, but it's a shmup. And of course it is, because it's yeah. it's house marquee, and they have possibly the best uh, track record with this, with like bullet but hell, It's a crazy. third person shmup. Third person instead of top down. Yeah. Um. And it looks absolutely frantic. Apparently, there's loads of weapons, and the game will utilize the dual senses adaptive triggers in order to use each gun's alternative fire modes, as well as promising quote extremely immersive 3D audio when you use a, a pair of headphones. The game it was revealed in June, um, and is promised to be House Marquee's biggest and most ambitious title yet. It launches uh, on the PS5 on March 19th, 2021. And early days next year, but that's one of the games I'm most excited about, I think. Hmm. You know Absolutely. what puts me off a little bit? is the, oh, go on. Isn't it procedurally generated? Oh, God, is it? I think it might be. Yeah, and that oh. as soon as I hear that phrase, yeah. I'm like... Uh, Meh. Alarm! Alarm bells ringing. On My that. excitement goes down. It's not that I. I know I'm. I am. I, people have told me I'm unreasonable on this, and and yeah, like I get it. I guess I am a little bit unreasonable. It's just that. But what that says to me is, they're all gonna blur together. Mm-hmm. Like I've never played a proc gen game and thought, oh, these are all meaningfully different from each other. Like yeah. I've always thought. Yeah, sure. They they may technically be different, but they all uh, they they kind of mingle. They look a bit samey, you know. Like yeah. A, uh, also, another alarm that's... bell for me is roguelike elements. Um, ah, yes, the sort of time loop thing. Yeah, it, I'm not a big weird. roguelike guy. But I don't know how much. I have no idea how much. Because um, obviously, the idea of the of the time loop is roguish. 
It's got a roguish streak. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't sound... I mean, do, do we know that you lose all your shit and you have to get it all again? Or well, it's it normally what sounds, a roguelike is, right? Yeah, but that doesn't feel like... Have they actually... Have they said... No. Like, have they used the word roguelike to describe it? Yeah. Huh. I wonder if they just mean the loop or if they actually mean, yeah, it's going to... It's well, be roguelike sort of... elements, so... Ooh, I don't intriguing. know. We'll have know. to be careful with this. We'll have to keep our eyes peeled on this one because mm. you're right. That stuff and the proc gen stuff, I'm, I'm sort of like, okay. <laughs> but yeah. the other stuff, I'm sort of thinking, ah, oh, you know, it looks kind of cool as well. The art direction looks kind of cool. It, rem- it reminded me a bit of um, uh, Prometheus. Yeah. You know, that kind of gloomy gothic sci-fi. Yeah, for sure. It looks sort of, uh, sort of intriguing. But uh, yeah, um, and that's about it. I was Because I, I was sort of, looking at the CD project stuff. Um, but we talked a lot about that when we were mm-hmm. talking about cyberpunk. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, that is, that is everything that you need to be thinking about that, that happened in the news. How do you feel about that? Yeah. That's all the big stuff covered. There's a little bit, but you know, that's why yeah. you go on the websites for the little bits, the other big stuff. <laughs> big, big time. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some, there's been some little bits. I mean, sometimes I do a little news in brief, you mm. know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'm not going to do that this time. Oh, I tell you what though, Mortal Kombat reboot movie scheduled for April 16th, 2021 release. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? Big time. Yeah. yeah. And there's a yeah. logo out in the wild as well, so you can get excited is it, about that. Is it the dragon thing? Yep. It's the, the same logo it's been since 1992? Yep. Okay, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> except this time it's done over with a sort of steel motif. Oh, wow. Yeah. Colour me interested. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Um, yeah, Th- reasons to be cheerful. Twenty twenty one. It's only it can only go up from here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Oh, brilliant! Right, and on that cheerful note, it's time to get quizzical. <laughs> Yay! Okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is, and if you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like drawers. Quiz time, and hello to Matt from upstairs. How you doing, sir? Hello, I'm good. My hands are stinging from clapping. Uh, I'm ready to go. Excellent. You're clapping. You're clapping yourself up. Neither one of you um, uh, won last week. So no, much to Rich's shame. Yeah, I, thanks, I, for I, reminding I, <laughs> thanks for reminding us of that fact. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I got a, I got a humdinger for you this week. Always uh, good to relive the humiliation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Clue number one. Clue, oh, you know. I've long has long gone are the days when I would explain the rules. By the way, it's all in the jingle. It's all in the jingle. It's all there. It's all it's all in the jingle. Um, Yeah. Right. Okay. Clue number one. My name is bitterly ironic. What, Josh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Because I'm I never am just joshing you. (laughs) No, my name is bitterly ironic. Right. So it's something like paradise, but it's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) love it, love it. Uh, Clue number two: Uh, People have said that I'm a lot darker than they expected. Okay, these two combined can make something. (laughs) 
clue number three. I have appeared in... Well, not counting little cheeky ones like collections or HD things. or In fact, I don't actually know if those things really exist. But I have appeared in four games total. Four right. games total. And I will... I'll add some spice to that clue should we come up, you know, okay. short. We'll add some yeah, extra yeah. spice. Uh, clue number four. Unfortunately, I have a pretty serious pest control problem. Interesting. Stop. Okay. okay. Richmond Walker. Raccoon City? Uh, incorrect. Because ironically, like I, I don't think there are many raccoons. There aren't many <laughs> raccoons. And it is I'm dark. not sure if that could be described as bitterly ironic. <laughs> if I go to Raccoon City and I don't see a raccoon, that's yeah, bitterly you'd, you'd ironic. You'd be annoyed, wouldn't you? I uh, presume yeah. that... I presume that Raccoon Forest is is abound with raccoons. Maybe you can only maybe. hope. Yeah, you bloody well hope so. Otherwise, right. it's just not not really fair. All right. Um, anyway, so yeah, yeah, pretty serious pest control problem. Um, I'm a great place to live if you're eco conscious. Hmm. Okay. This feels like too many places at the moment. Clue number <laughs> five. I do have a problem with carjacking. Hmm. Okay. Clue number six. I am great for visiting on your own or with a famous partner. Stop. Richmond Walker. Night City from Cyberpunk. Incorrect. It's because it's not always night. <laughs> There's your irony. <laughs> It works. It's dark. You've got a famous but partner. But Keanu. you said it's, dark, it's darker than you expect it to be, but you expect Night City to be pretty dark, don't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Rich. Oh, right. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Not quite. Uh, also, it's appeared in four games. Yeah, it has, yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, the board games. Yeah. The original pen and paper. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of them. Couple yeah. Of them. Uh, but, yeah. Let me go. Let me go through the clues. I'll I'll add some spice. And, well, that's uh, all the clues. Well, that is like seven clues. Is it? I think it was yeah. six, wasn't it? Uh, my name is uh, bitterly ironic. Uh, people have said I'm darker than they expected. Uh, I do have a problem with carjacking. I'm mm-hmm. great for visiting on your own or with a famous partner. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately I do have a pretty serious pest control problem. I've appeared in four games total, and I'm a great place to live if you're eco-conscious. Stop. Ridgewalker. Gotham City. Incorrect. Four games. It's dark. Yeah. Famous friend, Robin. It's good stuff. (laughs) It's good, it's not right. (laughs) I bet they've got rats and criminals. <clears throat> right, let, Pest, yeah, I'll, add some, I'll add some extra what? spice to this one. <laughs> Can't <laughs> talk. <laughs> Crimbot. I just said criminals. I think criminals. you said criminals. <laughs> right. Appeared in uh, four games total. First appearance in a video game, 2003. Yep. Oh, intrigue. Okay, well, that changes things. It does. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. Um. Oh, bloody Great. hell. Great place to live if you're eco-conscious as well. Think yeah, about yeah, Think about yeah. That. Oh, uh, no. It's fine. No, go on. Do go you on. have a p- pretty serious pest control problem? What sort of pests? <laughs> uh, um, well, that's that's not part of the format of the quiz. 
Um, <laughs> great for visiting on your own or with your famous partner. Hmm. Oh, this is going to drive me absolutely mad. Stop. Do you have a problem? Rich Walker. Is it the world of Ico? Incorrect. Eco, eco problem. Eco. Oh, I like it. it oh, oh, no, it should be that. Are you sure, are you sure Josh? Are you absolutely but, sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's. I didn't write that one down. He's got a famous partner, Yorda. Everyone knows her. Appeared in four games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone there have been four. There've been four team team eco games. She's she's everyone's uh, shout for the next uh, for the next uh, Smash Brothers character, Yorda. Oh no, wait, there've been three. Shit. Yeah. No, doesn't work. <laughs> do do you have a problem with car jacking? Yeah, still works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but car jacking's rife in eco. <clears throat> I tell you what, I'll oh, add a little. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no! I, okay, this is infuriating because I know the game and I cannot tell you the name of the city, even though I've played this recently. I can tell you 100 percent that I've got it. Okay, I need to well, bargain okay. with Rich here. So my name is bitterly ironic. I but uh, it, uh I think he's got it possibly. I don't know what the name is, but I've got it from because it's one of the clues spicier than it sounds, and you've not given it extra spice yet. Uh, possibly. Uh, I mean, I do like the spice, but I don't know which clue you're referring to. Okay, Rich, Rich, Rich. Got, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If you uh-huh. can get, if you can get the thing, if you can yeah. get the place, can we yeah. split this? Yeah. Okay. Deal. Y- yeah, okay. Well, that's not really in the format. I don't, I don't want to go into the listeners, though. <laughs> we're, te- mean, we're teaming up against is, the listeners. I will allow that. However, unfortunately, the official record will simply reflect a win for Rich. Okay. Uh, but you'll have to take that bullet, I'm afraid. Okay, well, to be if fair. If you've got it. The listeners may know. They may think, oh, well, you know, Matt had a... But unfortunately... As it's chiselled in stone, it will simply go down as a Rich Walker win. He's a harsh if he, if he knows it, if he knows it, um, if however Rich is unable to guess the name based on you revealing the game, uh, this will go down as a draw zero zero. Cool, and a moral victory for the person who got the game. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is is it the setting of Jack Two? Correct. Okay. Oh well, I. I no, well, I don't know it. it. It's it's gonna be so, it's just something city, and I I'm yeah. in my head I'm like light city, and it was because it was darker. It was a darker game than originally. Mm, like, it works. It works. My name, Lumi, my name is Lumi. bitterly ironic. People have said I'm darker than expected. I do have a problem with car jacking. Right, I'm yeah. a great place for visiting on your own or with your famous partner. I have a pretty serious pest control problem. I've appeared in four games, Daxter, Jack 2, Jack 3, and Jack X Combat Racing, and I'm a great place to live if you're eco-conscious. The answer yeah, I'm looking for is Haven City from Jack 2. Ah, uh, okay. Why is that okay. ironic? Because it's, it's not, not haven. haven. It's, it's a like a pr- fascist prison state city or whatever. Mm. Oh, man. It's been... When did those games come out? 2000 and... Well, three, according to the clue, right? <laughs> well, it's been 17 years since I've played it, then. That's not fair. Well, you got Manhunt. Yeah, and like I... The second I, time. I didn't. No, I didn't. I, <laughs> you got it the second time. Oh, great. I uh, I did play it early, earlier this year, so I should remember that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's And also, it's, it's pretty famous. I mean, it was a very innovative use of the PlayStation 2's processor. 
God damn, Haven City. As actually, as was demonstrated recently by Mark Cerny when he revealed the PS5, he brought up the map of Haven City. He and did, went didn't into he? The, the solutions of the SSD and why they can do now what they what they couldn't do then. But it was a very innovative game at the time for its lack of loading, or, yeah. its, or at least its cleverly concealed loading. Anyway, yeah. So there is no winner unless, of course, any listeners come forwards, mm. uh, which they which they sometimes do. I still got a yeah. major soft spot for those first two. Jack and Daxter game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Really game. Good. Ma- major whiplash great. though, going from one to two because I've never, I've not played them yeah. before. And was I played it Jack Two Renegade. Yeah. Was it? I think so, wasn't it? No, I think it was Jack. Wasn't it Jack Three Renegade? Oh, what was Jack Two then? Didn't Jack Two have a? I, think I thought it was, it was just, just called Jack Two, but I, I think it was just because it, it got rid of Daxter out of the name, didn't it? It was Jack and yeah. Daxter. No, and then I'm it right. was just Jack Two. Jack Two Renegade. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. What was Jack 3? It was like Outcast or something. Jack 3 was Jack 3. It was when Jack he was in all the desert people. Was it just Jack 3? Just, just Jack 3. But yeah. also, just the spin off Daxter for the PSP was great. Yeah. Because that was great. Like, I need to play You actually worked for the pest control company, and you, it was, the game was just. It took place while Jack was in prison, and you just were going after the metalheads. It was one of the best games on PSP. Oh, wait, was Made, it a prequel to Jack 2? It took place not a prequel, like after the intro cutscene of Jack. Yeah, in that in that weird in between bit in the first like yeah, 20 well, like while he's in prison getting experimented. Oh wow, on. okay, but, that's yeah. interesting. It was a victim of Grand Theft Auto. Effectively, they just said we need to make like what if we do Jack, but it's a GTA <laughs> clone. That's why there was like carjacking and an open world city, and yeah, and mm. also the mission structure was just GTA as well. You just you had the mini map, you went to the map, you got the mission, you did the mission. It was no longer. Oh, I say a victim of GTA 3. Like, Jack 2 is widely celebrated, but that's what happened to Jack, anyway. Yeah, it but, was yeah. a very, very different game in the first game. It was, it was like a sort of an open-world Crash Bandicoot game, wasn't it, the first yeah. one? Yeah, I feel and like the first one's the best. I do, I do love shit. the first one. It's, it is really good. I, I have a real soft spot for Jack 3 uh, when he's out in the like the desert communities. Like, he's in all the tribes and stuff, and you've got the cool vehicles. and Like, some, a lot of the stuff from 3 was then... Like the kind of idea of that was brought over to Jack X Combat Racing because he did a lot of the desert racing mm. in that game. But yeah, it's yeah. Good, good shit, man. Great series. Uh, also, yeah. props to Ready at Dawn as well because they're the ones that did Daxter, same people that did The Order. They did, didn't yeah. they? They also did the God of War PSP games. Yes, they were good yeah, at good at handheld. Like really, really good. Yeah, same as Bend. Bend and Ready at Dawn. I always associate, although Bend is closer to Sony. Ready at Dawn now owned by, what's say, Oculus or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. yeah, yeah right. good um, that good that Sony let such a talented developer go in it. Sad, <laughs> nice one, sad. Sony. Well, well, at least done. they got they got Bend. Bend did those two great siphon filter games for the PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, it's about time we heard from the listeners. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Uh, unlucky this th- this time. Better luck next week to both of yous. Thank you guys. I mean, thank you. fair play, Matt, for getting the game because uh, I was nowhere near. It's fair. It's, mm. it's it's in it's recent in my, my memory, so it wasn't too bad. But yeah, mm. it was uh, always frustrating when I can't get the place. Do you know what? Indeed, because you didn't get the place. Extra news for you today, Matt. <laughs> I want to see 20 pieces on the site when I'm done. Just punishment. Punishment doled out. All right. Wait, is that a punishment based on me getting the game and not the place? If I yes. got neither, you'd be less disappointed. Yes. Okay, got it. Good, good, yeah. good to know. You made it worse, mate. And on that note, it's on to the questions. <laughs> when you tie your shoes and you do the bit where you make the loop goes round rather than tying double knots on your shoes just go round twice because they never ever ever come undone and you can then undo them just pull 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 at the end of the day if 
ever, 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 ever come undone. Questions, theories, comments and queries, you send them in and we'll talk about them a little bit, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I fucked it a bit, I sort of stumbled over my words. I know what you mean, but I said crimical earlier, so you said you, you did say crimical, which it's is It's one brilliant. of those days. Yeah. Uh, this from Joseph Murphy. Uh, a few weeks ago, Josh spoke of the awful English accents in Bly Manor. Oh my God, I forgot about Bly Manor. Yeah, yeah. What a nutty show. Uh, but what is the worst English on-screen accent of all time? Keanu in Dracula, the classic Dick Van Dyke. What do you think, Rich? Keanu in Dracula is a very good shout. I mean, that's up mm. there. The, the worst thing about that is that Kenneth Branagh got him back to do Much Ado About Nothing with a that's similar true. accent. That's true. He was like, that's a good accent. Let, let's get him in a Shakespeare play, an adaptation <laughs> thereof. Yeah, um, it's um, it, yeah, it, yeah, terrible. terrible does he play Baraccio or something? Isn't it? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. But uh, yeah, uh, that's bad. Keanu's bad. Um, Good in Cyberpunk, though, I must say. Well, he doesn't put an English accent on. No, he doesn't. So that, that's a help. Even from thought, the start, that's an advantage. Just thought I'd give that a mention, though, that he is good in it. I tell you what, right? A, a mm. little sort of left field shout, quite sneaky. Uh, Don Cheadle in Uh-oh. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Awful. Very, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's sort of been pushed aside a bit, but yeah, I'm glad you've reminded yeah. us all. Not, 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 not spoken of uh, as much. Absolutely yeah. awful. Um, yeah, terrible. Also, uh, if people remember the film, and you know, don't don't worry about it if you don't. Uh, but the film, do you ever see Green Street? No. It's about like football hooligans. Oh, no, I did. Sorry, yeah, Elijah Wood, right? Elijah Wood with the but, West Ham. Uh, yeah, all that Millwall shit. I don't know what, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, Charlie Hunnam is in Green Street. It's one yeah. of the early roles in Charlie Hunnam's career, and he has to put on an awful, awful uh, London accent. Absolutely oh, uh, rubbish. And I got to give a shout out to uh, Russell Crowe in Robin Hood, which is just truly unique. I mean, there's about, you know, the funny thing about that is there's about four accents that he does in that film. He seems really? to, seems to sort of wonder, uh, all around. He go, yeah, sort of like Nottingham, Sheffield a little bit. It, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it goes all over the map to be honest. I mean, fair play so. for doing Nottingham though. I mean, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. He had a go. But it's, he, a shame he really... it, it's a shame it goes off piste. Mm, yeah. Oh, and you know what, actually one of, one of the things, uh, just cause it, we spoke about it, in passing earlier, but actually, it's a thing about that movie I always forget. Um, the movie Prometheus, <coughs> uh, Numi Rapace mm-hmm. delivers a very, very strange English accent in that film. Really? Really, really weird. It's one of the things I don't always remember. And then when I rewatch it again, I think, oh, God, yeah, there's a really sort of wonky English accent in this. But yeah, anyway. I don't know about the, like, the number one worst one ever. I'm not, I don't know. I mean, and it's basically any accent that sort of puts me on edge for the whole film. Anytime I hear yeah. it, I'm like, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you doing? Sort of Robin Hood. Uh, but then you can't really, Dick Van Dyke's just a sort of godfather of that. Do you know what, though? It's... Credit to Russell Crowe, at least he tried it. I mean, he what about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> with uh, Robin Hood from Boston? <laughs> that's, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Costner. Yeah. You're going to do an English accent, Kevin? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like Sean Connery as a Russian submarine captain. It's like, well, I mean, I think, you know, you just sort of take that on good faith, don't you? You just think, mm. yeah, okay, it's Sean Connery is what it is. Connery uh, um, also is a Spaniard in uh, Highlander. 
which is also good. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah oh, God, I forgot about Highlander, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Lambert as well. Yeah, yeah. There can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that film. Although, oh, when I watched it last, I was like, I thought this was much better than I, I remember it being. Mm. Like, I thought yeah. this was a better film. No, no, Highlander's really rubbish, but in a sort mm. of really fun way. Yeah. Uh, uh, Scott Devine back in touch when will a new Sonic game be announced he says oh uh, this is a new question <laughs> he, he, usually he asks something completely different not had this before yeah he's caught yeah, me off guard yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, uh, I don't know No, I'm your guess sure is as good as ours keep uh, asking th- though <coughs> keep asking and eventually yeah. we'll have an answer um, yeah 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 I tell you what though from- uh, oh, so- on. sorry on a slightly related topic I <laughs> did go on eBay and I bought myself a Master System 2 so I can oh play all the God. Master System Sonic the Hedgehog games. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I'm an idiot. Dear. Your retro rambling is brilliant. Stupid, isn't so it? Much Stupid. Just amassing these things. I respect it. Thanks. Uh, this from Dickie. When can we expect the Cyberpunk review? It's clear by looking at other sites that you do not even need to really play the game in order to give it a score. <laughs> and then in brackets, yes, I'm being facetious. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's funny it's say well. That. I tell you what, it's up there right now, Dickie. So no, it's not. Have a have a look. No, well, don't give it away because it editing will be. It, Josh. Well, it so will. It's, not, no, you're it's not, not going up. It's not going up. No. Well, listen. <laughs> ignore that. We'll cut this bit out. Producer Dan will make me look good. <laughs> don't worry. It's up there right now. Have a read of it. The yeah. score will surprise you. If I say that, you know, I'll sort of bait them in a bit. Mm, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, what does Josh think of Cyberpunk? That it may you surprise won't you. You the won't believe. You won't believe what Josh thinks of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> yeah, Do you have to yeah. scroll through each paragraph, like click through? Yeah, each, yeah. Each it was bit. sort of done as a kind of side, a slideshow, a listicle, with, uh, yeah. a listicle, with a load of pictures at every paragraph. Mm. There's barely any. But it's about a 300 word review, to be honest. It's mainly pictures, but um, and then underneath, has it got adverts for like Kate Middleton wears a wig? Yeah, definitely, yeah. And sort of like chin removal or whatever. <laughs> and then right at the end, just like, yeah. click here for the number, the all-important yeah. number. Uh, JMJ says, Panzer Dragoon HD on Xbox One. Yes, mm. I don't have any money. Oh. How much is it? So, I don't know. You, I think it's 20 say. quid. That's a lot. But Panzer Dragoon's great. Is it? Yeah, it's really good. I mean, you could play the Falconeer, which I think is the Falconeer on Game Pass. Um, I want to say yeah, but yeah. probably no. Yeah, could go either way. <laughs> I will check right now, Josh. You carry on. Oh, I'll get back thank to you. Very you. Much. Um, but yeah, if you if you're hard up and it is on Game Pass, it's not. Okay, right. No. Well, <laughs> in that case, never mind me. You'll have to you have to save up your cash for Panzer Dragoon. Good game though. I really want to play the HD version. Mm. Um, obviously, the Saturn and the Dreamcast, awesome. Well, Josh, it's been uh, on PS4 for ages, mate. So yeah, what's no, your just, excuse? Just time, isn't it? Oh yeah. Time and tide wait for no man. This is true. Um, we've got a few more. Mm-hmm. But uh, I might not. Re- oh, actually, I'll tell you what, I'll save those ones. I'm going to read this one because I like this one from uh, Communists Vin, mm-hmm. which has uh, always been an interesting handle. Um, and, and they've they've emailed some uh, some intriguing questions before. And actually, I think I'm right in saying that this listener 
was the one a few months ago or weeks ago who set who asked where is all the weird sci-fi and we and i recommended at the time hypnospace outlaw i don't know if you remember that right. they kind of wanted like that kind of weird sort of 90s a little bit slightly bonkers like lawnmower man sort of sci-fi you know well isn't um hasn't david cronenberg's son done a film called possessor that's well, supposed they, to be a bit nutty yeah but they meant sort of games right well you mentioned lawnmower man that's not a game yeah I mean, yeah, it probably no, was a game. no, but they were they were sort of saying in that style, but video games, right. you know. Okay. And but anyway, uh, if that listener, if first of all, if that listener is this listener, if it is communists, Vin, the name uh, doesn't ring st- a bell. Yeah, well, it rings a bell for me. And if if that is you, or if it's not you, but the listener who asked it is still listening, I got a good one for you. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's got that lovely, weird, sort of 90s kind of outdated yeah. vibe where it's like, you know, cables and wire. Like, nothing's wireless. It's kind of like old retro tech. That's really kind true. Of really weird. You have to jack sort of like, in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry. Sorry. That's sorry. a good shout, though, Josh. I have to echo sorry. that. Good stuff. Mm. Um, but they are saying, hot, fresh off the press, with the announcement of the PUBG universe. Callisto Protocol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What other game would you like to see get an extended universe? Which I think is kind of a cool question. Like, it's not really a a, a kind of... It's not Hmm. really a thing. Imagine if God of War was actually in the same universe as Assassin's Creed. Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? That'd be bonkers. And like you, some of the genetic memories, you just sort of come across Kratos, but actually Kratos is an alien, a member of the Isu race that's um, mm. doing whatever they're doing in Assassin's Creed. That series is fucking mental, isn't it? What? Uh, Assassin's Creed? Just yeah. the mythology. I, I lost track about 15 years ago. It's not after, after the first three, four games, the mainline entries, yeah. it, it definitely lost its way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're right, actually, because, like, I remember two and three just still being sort of manageable. Yeah. I sort of thought, yeah, like, I still... Well, can you sort of had Desmond on. to latch on to. I mean, you've got Layla now. Desmond Tutu, you mean? Yeah, or? yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got Layla now, but do you ever go back to the Animus voluntarily? I mean, out of the Animus, sorry. <laughs> sorry and, I uh, did, cause, but I did because I was reviewing Layla. it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. I wanted to play uh, in England. Well, but it had some intriguing Ezio... St- um, not uh, uh, Ezio, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Um, uh, Desmond, See, we, they had some intriguing Nolan North. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, anyway, anyway, what about Streets of Rage? You'd be loving that. Extended oh, of course. Universe. Why not um, get them to be in the same universe as Street Fighter? Why not? That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? Just got anything don't... with Street in the name. Where's Cody from? Do you remember Cody in the prison before? Fatal. No, fuck's sake. Final fight. (laughs) God Almighty. (laughs) You're you're piss pronunciating your words. I am. I'm piss pronunciating my worms. Uh, Your worms. That's classic. That's uh, that's, that's the two Ronnies. That's classic, (laughs) that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Shared universes. I'll have one more go. Um. <laughs> yeah, I fucked it. Bayonetta and Devil May Cry. <laughs> Stick them together. The, but the thing is, it's not necessarily linking games together. It's just imagine mean, if. Yeah. Well, I suppose by necessity it has to be that at some point. But more just the idea of what if this was a wide. This is going to be one of those questions where, like, next week it will we'll just have a come great to me. And I'll call that person out. I'll be like, Communist Vin, this one. Um, mm hmm. 
but right now, it's totally fucking me up. Oh, it'd be really cool if L.A. Noir was actually, like, a full... Because that wasn't actually, like, in the Rockstar universe. Like, that was, like... Well, yeah. it was just Los Angeles, obviously. But Team imagine, Bombard like... Universe. I like to imagine, right? Because they're both Brendan McNamara. Mm-hmm. Imagine if L.A. Noir and The Getaway both happened in the same world. Well, technically, they kind of they did, could. I suppose. Because they, they, well, they're both they did, yeah, on they, Earth. Yeah, yeah. They're both on Earth. And actually, Don Kembry was in both as the protagonist of The Getaway and as the boxing fella in L.A. Noir. Well, there you go, then. Um, so, you know, arguably there it is. I'll keep that on the back burner and we'll come back to it. Anyway, that'll just about do us. Um, mm-hmm. Thanks. I assume um, you didn't read out the other questions then, because you said you like that one, which mm. suggests you hate all the others. Yeah, I don't like all the other ones. You hated them. I hated them. But so you'll read you, them out next week out of pity. I'll read them out next week, but just sort of. But I'll be I'll be seething, <laughs> I'll be angry. Yeah. yeah we well, got to yeah. read them all out next week, haven't you? Because uh, we're we'll yeah. be taking a end of year break, right? Hiatus. Yeah. Call it a hiatus. Mm. Um, yes. Thanks to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, Colin Mahone for our jingles. Don't go on Instagram. Uh, don't go on Snapchat. Go on to uh, Twitter, though, at videogamer.com. Uh, email me as well, podcast at videogamer. Uh, at richiew 82 at Joshy Wise, if you want to tweet. Mm-hmm. You want to get your tweets, your tweets going. Tweets. Or just give us a little, uh, little follow. See what we're up to. Yeah, sure, I never tweet, sure. but you know, I usually no. retweet the podcast. That's enough, Pointless. isn't it? Yeah, 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 it's all good stuff. Get to videogamer.com as well for all your gaming needs. Um, and that'll just about do us. We'll see you next week and we'll think about sort of, we'll vaguely think about doing a game of the year thing at some point. Yeah, right? yeah, some sort of, uh, some chat like um, Krusty's show in the 60s. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sort of sophisticated, a little bit sort of self-assured. Yeah, we'll be sort of smoking cigarettes for some reason. Is there a budget crisis in America today? (laughs) It depends what you mean by budget crisis. It depends what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Anyway, I've got to call it quits. There. It's goodbye from me. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Rich Walker. Bye. Bye. See ya.